Hello and welcome to Wash Day Talks. Here we talk about realistic, respective and authentic content. We speak about insightful and interesting things. Stay tuned and thank you for clicking on this podcast. Hey yo, welcome back to my podcast episode. Podcast episode? Hi. Welcome back to my podcast channel. Channel? platform i don't know podcast page i'm not sure thank you so much for tuning in thank you for all the people listening guys it actually makes my day to go on you know my little analytics and see loads of countries loads of people tuning in thank you for the people who like engage with the instagram page i've had quite a few people dm me and just be like yo i like your content or yo i like this post i tried to post a lot on that i've been getting into reels instagram reels so they've been really fun, yeah, I do a lot of like short bursts of wisdom and all of that, but yeah, thank you guys for all your support, today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic, a topic that, because I say this as well, as I'm speaking on this platform, I'm speaking to myself, yeah, because a lot of the stuff I'm saying here, I need to have it drilled into my head, and today's topic is just like, do you enjoy being sad? (laughs) This has been said to me by people close to me, they're like, do you enjoy being sad? Because a lot of the time, well, I have the tendency, or I used to have the tendency since I'm working on myself, to just dwell in self-pity. And I've spoken about it in other episodes, you know, that how you have to snap out of that well of self-pity. Like, oh, look at me, my life is bad, my life is sad, or not my fault that my life is like this. And I was on TikTok, which I shouldn't be, because TikTok, I was a flyby and you're still there, and you've done nothing productive. I have coursework and homework. And more projects to do but tiktok is where i'm spending my time i'll delete that up soon i just want to start posting content there but i don't know if i'm ready for that yet but we'll leave that alone that's a tangent that's not even what we're talking about but i was on tiktok and somebody posted a video of them saying oh when i was younger my parents always criticized me my parents always did this and that's why i messed up like how i am right now and that's why i feel in relationships and someone asked them are you a child and they were like no and they're like okay if you're a child, yeah, sure, your parents have a big influence in you. Now you're an adult, you're grown, you've acknowledged that you have issues in your life. Why are you still choosing to blame things that are out of your control over actions that you have the power to control and change? And I realised that that's a habit that a lot of us, or at least let me speak for myself, that I sometimes adopt. And there was a period of time in my life where I blamed all of my negative traits on people around me. Like the reason why I have this issue is because I met this person. They made me feel insecure. They're the reason I don't love myself. But no, because now I'm at a stage where I have the capacity to love myself. And in fact, the people who I was blaming for my issues weren't even worthy of that blame because a lot of my own issues stemmed from my own poor and negative choices, which I tend to be very open about. Go through my podcast episodes and you will hear loads of snippets of my life and you'll realise, okay, this girl had a few issues back then, but I'm normal now, I'm joking. Normal doesn't exist, but yeah. You know, you can't tell me that you allowing yourself to think down, to always comparing yourself to other people, saying negative things to yourself, you think that's not going to catch up to you. You think about, oh, you're stupid, oh, you're ugly, and you think that you won't internalise these things you're saying to yourself. So I was setting myself up, like, even now I know, being on TikTok for this long is bad for mental health for me personally I don't do well with things like this I do well you know detached nature writing peace and by bringing myself into all these debates these heated discourses I'm just biding my time unfortunately to another crack in my <laughs> in my wall of emotional stability 
I know myself. As I do it, I build tolerance, obviously, but this just links back to my own actions being responsible for the things I feel. And I know this, and I still sometimes choose to wallow in self-pity. So going back to what this podcast episode is about, it's called, Do You Enjoy Being Sad? Okay. Do you? We're going to be very honest here. I like to be honest. Sometimes, yeah. Actually, yeah, sometimes, a lot of the time, I like to enjoy being sad, okay? (laughs) Let's first clarify, when I say do you enjoy being sad, I'm talking about wallowing in your own sense of self-pity, thinking about all the horrible things that have happened to you, how you're so upset and you just want to be alone and you're misunderstood and life is so hard, you know? Sometimes I'll just be having a great day and then some a little thing will happen and I feel like it justifies my whole bad mood. And there's a period of time where someone's just like, yeah, it's really annoying when you project your own negativity onto other people. And I was like, damn. Because let's face it, no one likes to be around someone who's always in a mood. And it's something I really try to work on. I, I'm very, I say this a lot, I'm either very emotionally receptive and sensitive or I'm very apathetic. I'm still trying to find middle ground. Sometimes I am middle ground. I'm getting better. But when... I'm emotionally sensitive. I go off vibes, like strict vibes. I'm talking to you. There was a time I was talking to someone and they were crying and I left that lesson crying. And I was just like, what is this? I'm, I can be very emotionally in tune during certain seasons of my life, basically. And I used to just switch emotionally, like flip. I'm joking, I'm laughing. And then like, I feel like I'm crying next because I was just too receptive to all everything going on around me. Like, oh, someone was looked at me the wrong way it's ruined my day or this person is upset and now I can't stop thinking about the issue they're going through and I feel so empathetic and sorry for them blah 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 and then I used to think that it was just because I was oversensitive but then I realized that no I think I actually enjoyed being sad or I'd gotten so used to pitying myself to feeling upset to looking for issues in life that had become a part of my personality that being quote-unquote depressed had become a part of my personality that oh all of this is going on in life so I'm justified at being sad and confiding in other people is very important and you should do it but there's also a place to draw the line because for me if I would confide in the people around me during that those periods of time it would allow me to justify my negative behavior and they wouldn't call me out on it because they're like oh I know she's going through this so I'm not going to address the fact that she's always upset like this because how could I as a friend you know, ignore the fact that she's going to X, Y, and Z. And that's the issue because mental health is a very touchy ground, you know? I don't understand what you're going through. Empathy can only go so far. I cannot live your own subjective experience. So who am I to comment on it? But I believe that in that period of my life, I needed people to come and tell me and tell me that, listen, snap out of it. It doesn't matter how bad you think life is, get up and do your work. (laughs) that's me some like everyone's different but I'm saying this because I'm saying it that my me feeling upset was not stemming from the issues I was going through it was stemming from I believe a desire for attention and attention seeking kind of formed the foundation for those bouts of mood swings and angry mood and things like that because it's like okay something bad has happened to me you should all know something bad that's happened to me and give me attention and console me so I can feel validation. But what exactly is attention seeking? It's basically just doing things, acting in ways that will garner attention, recognition from other people because you're seeking validation from them. So I notice I feel lonely. So I'm going to go into school upset because I know that people ask me what's wrong. 
I never did stuff. Oh, did I do stuff like this? I never did stuff like this. But what I noticed, I noticed with hindsight, is that a lot of those times when I was feeling upset, I was feeling upset over things that okay, you know, something annoying did happen. But I knew that I could snap myself out of it. But I chose to prolong that feeling of you know sadness because it felt nice to feel bad for myself. I think the main issue was justification. How I used that sadness to justify bad actions or to justify why I wasn't interacting with other people. This is turned to therapy session. You guys, you're hearing my life up and down. Please, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but that basically through this long anecdote, I'm just telling you that that self-pity doesn't just stem from bad things are happening or I'm looking for attention. It can also come from a lot of different things. It's more so, do you recognise what is fueling that? There's nothing wrong with the initial emotion, but it's the prolonged emotion. I hope this makes sense to whoever's listening because I feel like I've really said the same thing in multiple different ways. But yes, self-pity is bad. And I'm being harsh. I have standards for myself. So what I'm classifying as self-pity for me may not be self-pity for you, but I have standards. And I know I'm capable of, okay, this bad thing has happened to me. I'm capable of snapping myself out of it and going on with my life because that is just genuinely my character. The reason why I talk about enjoying being sad is because when I start prolonging these emotions that were supposed to be snapped out immediately, that is what I mean. But yeah, let's just backtrack. Yeah, that's the word to initially. Do you enjoy being sad? Do you draw out feelings of low mood for reasons that are not necessary or not positive? So for attention, to justify wrong actions, to make yourself feel like you're the main character of life. Listen, we've all been there. We all have our main character moments where we're like, all right, yeah, I'm the main character. And the okay, (laughs) we're going to stop. But What I'm trying to say is that emotions like sadness are reactions. They shouldn't be parts of our lifestyle and they shouldn't become our personality. And when you start to entertain these bad thoughts, these low moods, these justifications for your bad character, you start to increase the likelihood of them occurring again and then before you know it, you become the sad person who's always sad and who's going through issues and there's nothing wrong with that because if you're going through issues go through them this episode is specifically targeted at people who know that they can overcome this issue yet they choose to keep wallowing in pity because of some secondary benefit that comes with it I like to be sad because then people will leave me alone I don't want to speak to anyone I like to be sad because then it'll make me feel like I'm more important because I'm going through things. Or I like to be sad because people will pay attention to me. I'm not invalidating your emotions. I'm just asking you to be real with yourself and ask yourself, is this really necessary? And this is bad. And I don't want my words to be taken out of context, but with cancel culture, you are not a successful person if no one has cancelled you, okay? Because people will cancel you up and down whenever you gain the slightest ounce of clout, okay? And I know I'm going places, so let me just reiterate, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a behavioural scientist, but yeah, the issue with making sadness part of your personality is people don't like to be around you, it's the truth. I apologise, no I don't apologise if I've offended you, because I already said before, so I'm going to take a sip of water because my throat is, my, because my mouth was getting dry. Um, I'm not going to apologise because I know who this podcast episode is directed at, so people who need to hear this, we're realistic and authentic. People don't like to be around sad people. I don't like to be around people who are 
moods up and down yeah it's a different thing if you're going through things i'm there for you as a friend but if it's part of your personality that you like to blow things out of proportion you like to gain attention like you are sad for the purposes of gaining attention because we all know people who are like that who switch up their moods every now and then once people aren't paying attention to them who use their life story as a way to gain validation and attention we know them some of us have been those people i've been those people in a fraction of my life so you know, I'm speaking from experience, you know, like, oh, look at me, I'm going through this, <laughs> pity me, <laughs> pick me, yeah, sad times, but they're not nice people to be around, because it's emotionally draining, I'm your friend, I did not see, oh, emotionally troubled person, let me go and dedicate my life to consoling you, no, that's not why I'm your friend, and then sometimes these friendships end up switching from being mutual connection, enjoying others' company, to just being this person uses me solely as their therapist. And I spoke about it on my Instagram story, on my Instagram page for this podcast called Wash Day Talks. Check it out, follow, engage with the content, like all my posts. Come on guys, share, I love it. Okay, um, I spoke about it on my Instagram page that before you come and offload a lot of your traumatic experiences onto someone consecutively, ask them, are you okay? Like, are you mentally okay to bear the weight of this conversation? Is it okay if I talk to you about this? Because I had people in my life who would just come and tell me about all their issues. And I was like, first time, Fez, I'm here to help you. Second time, what? Third time, okay. It's fourth time, I was like, you're not even saying hi, how are you? Anytime you speak to me, it's because you've got a problem that I need to solve for you. What about, like, what happened to hello? Hi, you know that TikTok? How are you? Like, no one, they weren't even, I was like, do you even see me as a person or am I just emotional relief center? And that is not why I signed up for in this friendship. We weren't even good friends. I would say we were acquaintances and that's a big red flag for me. I was like, okay. And then when I tried to talk about something that was bothering me, I just got shut down. Like my issue wasn't as important as yours. And I was like, all right, I see where we are in the line of companionship. And yeah, I just decided that that was not right for me. And that's where I went with that. So basically what I'm saying is, when you are allowing yourself to be consistently stay in that well of pity you are probably putting a heavy weight on your friendships because there are people who love to support but when you just start taking the piss excuse my language first apparently that's the swear word allegedly and when you start taking the piss and just drawing out your prolonged periods of sadness for attention it can be overbearing for a lot of people especially sensitive people like myself who go heavy off vibes like I tend to feel, like, in terms of empathy, I would say that I'm good with that, Um, when I'm good with that. You know, we all have our times, our seasons, where we're not very empathetic, we're very self-absorbed. But people who go, who are very emotionally sensitive, it's a weight. I can heavily feel the pain of the people around me. And if you are somebody who's constantly projecting your pain onto others, it's going to be tough because you're crying, I'm crying, we're crying together, we're sad, it's not nice, okay? Like, I wanted to go out for a meal and chill, and now we're all crying. So, listen, anybody who's my friend who's listening, do my friends even listen? Oh, my gosh. Little segue into a tangent. Your friends are not your target audience. <sighs> like, when I first started this podcast, um, I had, like, maybe four friends who listened to it. And there are some people, I feel like my most consistent listeners who I know of, like, at the time, they weren't even my friends. 
they were just people I knew. And I was like, oh, bless, you guys are so nice. Basically, my friends aren't my target audience. And I don't even be for fat my friends if we're not listening to my podcast because I remember I was like to one of them, like, oh, are you going to read my book? And they were like, I only read tweets. And I just started laughing. Because you know them. You know you know the people around you. But where was I going with this? I can't even remember. Oh, if you're my friend, if you know me and you're listening to this and you're thinking, Oh, no, she hates it when I confide, blah, blah, blah. Anybody who knows me knows I love, love, love helping people to a fault. Like, legit, I need to stop myself sometimes because if you don't know me, it'll probably come across as very condescending. But I hate seeing people in pain and struggling to do something in an area in which I can help. I like to help people. I'm just speaking about this through personal experience because I had to learn it the hard way that if you don't keep your emotions in check and you don't stop being real with yourself around certain people, you are going to lose friends, you are going to strain your relationship. Someone straight up told me, like, stop projecting your negativity onto other people. Stop projecting your frustration. That's the term they used (laughs) onto other people. And I was like, damn, it, it hurts. But it's true, like, you are going through issues which you are perpetuating through your own actions and refusal to acknowledge the fact that you can snap out of it when you want to. And then you're putting it onto other people who have no business with your trauma and rubbish. It sounds very bad. It sounds very harsh. But if you don't have that connection with somebody, stop. If that person does not is not ready to bear the weight of what you want to say, stop. It's hard. I believe that we'll all come across people in life who are there for us and ready to listen. I like to be that person to people. But if I clearly articulate that I'm not ready for this topic, you stop, as I will do. Because I'm these days I'm learning to be more open with my preferences and, you know, desires and stuff stop hiding behind the pretense of being polite and friendly say what you want you know so I'm drinking water (laughs) you probably guessed my mouth be getting hella dry during this podcast episode but yeah essentially I'm not saying it's bad to confide in people bad to feel emotions I'm just saying when you start manipulating your emotions for your own personal gain like I'm gonna be upset today for attention stop it it's not good for you in general it's not good for you it's not sustainable it's bad for your mental health because you are forcing yourself into like seasons of sadness sadness isn't nice and self-pity is real because it's so easy to pity yourself because we tend to see things in as a result of our intentions not our actions we tend to be very biased when we record things and think about things so don't wallow in a sense of self-pity it's legit not it don't enjoy being sad what are the dangers that come with this probably strange relationships you start to develop your whole personality around your sadness you start losing pleasure for the things in life that you used to enjoy because even if you're forcing yourself into those seasons of sadness you are still feeling bad and we all know that like for example me when I'm feeling bad I don't don't chat to me don't message me I'm not replying to you (laughs) what I used to do is I would run away like not from home physically but friends I would just not reply to you I would not attend a motive I will not pick up your calls. I will just sleep in my bed. I will not talk to my family. (laughs) It was bad. And as you can imagine, in periods of time where you're feeling down, you're supposed to be engaging with people, going out, doing stuff that will make you happy, relieve your stress. And I was doing the exact opposite. So I don't think I need to tell you about the dangers of this because we all know what happens when you're sad and detach yourself from other people. So you know, through personal experience, through YouTube, I don't know. But essentially what I'm telling you is, please, if this is your, the sign you need to just get out of bed and start living life, stop dwelling in self-pity. If this is the sign, please, okay? 
I'm not going to say it's easy. I believe that as you, the first step is acknowledgement. Okay, I have an issue with manipulating my emotions, attention seeking, blah, 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 over pitying myself. That's the first step. Once I started being transparent and holding myself accountable, it was quite easy to switch because I would catch myself and I'd be like, Debs, get up. I'd be like, please, 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 please. Not today, yeah? Not today. That's what I'd be like. I'd be like, <laughs> no, it's because I'm recording my thoughts, like, because I was doing that today. I think I was just tired. I put my head on the desk. I said, oh, I could cry right now. I didn't because what's my business crying? Please. I've cried enough. I love to say that I cry a lot, but now when I think back, I just stop myself when I'm crying. And I don't really cry out of sadness a lot anymore. Like sometimes it's frustration. But yeah, I don't know. Let's just end this podcast episode here. I feel like I've said what I need to say. I've given what it's supposed to give. Anyways, hope you guys all have a great week. If you know, I schedule my podcast episodes three weeks. So when I film, I film in batches of three to keep give myself a break. I don't know if I should film record Christmas content. I don't know how I feel about that. I should. But it's the, what's the date? I think it's the 17th. It's the 17th of December and I'm going to record three episodes. So if this comes out Christmas season and you expect me to say Merry Christmas, guys, and I don't, I'm sorry. I love you guys, though. Guys, thank you for all your support. You guys are amazing. Have a great holiday. Have a great rest, a great season. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, chill. Have a nice life. Have a nice day. Everybody, I just wish you the best. Um, I love you lots. Bye. You know what? Okay, <laughs> I keep extending it. But you know what I've realised? I keep adding plurals to the end of my words. So I'll be like, thanks. Like, thanks. But I'll be like, thanks. I'll be like, bye's. Or like your name. So I was going to say someone's real name, but I don't know if they want their name on this podcast. But I'll just be like, oh, let's say the name's Sarah. I'll be like, thank you, Sarah's. Like, I add plural to a lot of things now, and I don't know how to feel about that. And I also, <laughs> I haven't been speaking formally for so long that I get to the point where I'm in situations where I need to articulate myself well, and I just start breaking out. I'll be like, yes, the, the, like, and I'll be stammering because I forgot real words. Because even in this podcast, I speak very mixed match. Do I even speak like this in real life? I don't know. I feel like I have eight different accents and I don't like it. But we're working on it. Self-development. Well, I was going to do like a whole family history of real life. Okay, so I was born here and I lived here. And I lived here and I lived here and I lived here. So I feel like it's just an amalgam of all the places I've lived. And all the different influences. Because obviously I say this a lot in Nigerian. So my feeble attempts at Nigerian accents shine through. (laughs) <laughs> a lot on this podcast also american accent i don't know why probably social media so it's a big mix of i don't even know man anyways we're working on it have a great day guys bye this is such an impromptu i should go because i'm rambling i'm talking about nothing this <laughs> i don't know why i'm signing off like this but yeah bye <laughs>